Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. How are you? Well, how are you now that Awesome Ladies 2019 has come and gone? Good job. I'm so good. (laughs) Yeah. That was a great weekend. And like, I know it was your third Awesome Ladies Live, and I was speaking to some of the ladies that were there, uh, you know, this time around, who have been there all three times. And they're like, each time the vibe was a little different. And everyone collectively said, like, how relaxed and just, like, everyone was so settled in to this one. Does that make sense? Yeah, so Melissa and Tracy have been to both, have been to all three events. And both of them came up to me separately. And were like, I don't know how it keeps getting better each year. And I feel the same way. I have, like, I literally, and so, like, I had, like, a, um, I know I'm, like, mumbly millennial speak <laughs> right now. Uh, I had, like, a small, I don't, it's, uh, I don't know what the words are. Not an anxiety attack, not, like, a little breakdown, but, like, a small breakdown in my head. I wasn't sad, I wasn't anxious, but just, like, I literally didn't understand how does it keep getting better? And, like, Melissa and Tracy didn't know either. Like, we don't know. How does it keep getting better? It just does. Well, I think, well, also let's also preface that this is kind of a continuation from last week's episode 85, where we just did a midsummer crafting kind of where we're at, where we want to go. We kind of talked about, so we recorded that before Awesome Ladies Live, even though it went live the Monday after the weekend of Awesome Ladies Live, but we did record it before and we set intentions and we heard a little bit about what you were expecting and how it was going to be different. So this is like the part two of that episode. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure you listen to last week. But I think too, now getting back to what you said, is that like when you're familiar with the structure of something, I think you're in a better brain space to absorb what that thing is offering. I think that's what, like, like me and Julie, um, who also went last year, were kind of talking about that, like knowing the venue, knowing what was going to happen and knowing half the people, like it just puts you in like a relaxed, comfortable space. Not that being a first timer, like that was great last year too for its own reasons as well. But I feel like a lot of us kind of were settled into what Awesome Ladies already was. And then that made the absorbing of what it was come quicker and easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. Louise. Yeah, so I kind of feel like that attributed. Plus the smaller size than last year, which was like surprisingly like wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Like the intimacy. Right. It really was awesome to have such an intimate group. And so I'm going to be, let me just get like vulnerable and honest here. I fucked up the marketing of the event. And it was, there were a whole bunch of reasons. And like, I can talk about it. And sure, this is my podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. (laughs) 
LOL. Um, and so I haven't talked about this with anyone except, like, Jeff and Megan, because those are my, like, go-to people and my therapist, LOL. Yeah. Right? Um, and I guess I actually haven't talked about this part with anyone at all, so welcome to the inside of my brain, everyone. Ready. Last year, after Awesome Ladies Live, which was incredible, after Awesome Ladies Live last year, was it was an insane high. Uh, I took a week and I didn't do anything because I was exhausted, like just straight up exhausted after Awesome Ladies Live last year. And then it was Labor Day weekend and Megan and her whole family came and I love them. They're my favorite people in the entire world. But they're also exhausting. I mean, having any guests is exhausting. Yeah. But the Anderson clan, they're doubly exhausting <laughs> because they're three little children. Well, Eliza's a teen now, but they are balls filled with energy. If you could, like, capture the sun and put them into children, <laughs> those would be the Anderson children. Yeah. Um, and also, Megan and Jake are two of my favorite people, and I want to spend as much time as I can with them. And me, introvert to the max... And empathist takes in all of that, and then I'm left with, you know, wrung out sprung, you know, wrung out sponge on the bottom of the floor. Yeah. So I was like, mm, at the end, and then right after that, my dad got into a car accident, and like it mm. was not, it did not seem horrible on the outset, but then it was pretty bad. Like he had a concussion, he couldn't remember things. And my dad's 65, so, like, you need to really be concerned about that. And, like, he had just started a brand new job, and his commute was an hour, and it was like, right. you know, should daddy be driving? And it was... <clears throat> so I went from this extreme high of, like, I just did this amazing event that was uh, incredible, and I felt so good to, like, you know, my dad is going through, you know, car accident concussion-related depression, and I can't do anything about it because I'm, you know, 750 miles away. Yeah. And so Awesome Ladies Live was not on my mind at all. Period. Mm -hmm. And that led into the winter months, and we know how much I love the winter. And winter in Michigan here was fucking hell this year. Mm -hmm. A week of minus 20. Yeah. And then... I, like, just didn't know. I didn't think about Awesome Ladies Live because I just kept thinking, I don't, how could it top last year? You know, what, I mean, like, and then I kept thinking about my dad's car accident yeah. because I just tied them all together. And then it was March. And then I sent out an email to the woman who ran the Marriott last year, you know, who, who was my contact at the Marriott, mm -hmm. and she didn't email me back. I sent another email to her and I was like, hey, I'd love to, you know, call, you know, do a date for next year. She didn't email me back. And so finally I, you know, it was April and I called the Marriott and I was like, hey, this woman who I've been in contact with for two years doing all my stuff, she's not emailing me back. And they were like, oh yeah, she doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Can you tell me who works here now? So I'm going to and finally, I uh, got the new person who works at the Marriott, and I got a date. And then it was like, well, okay, it's the middle of April, let me set the date, and I did. And by that time, so many people had already booked their summer plans right. that 
I was just kind of screwed. Yeah. And, like, that was my fault. And that sucks. It's just the way the cookie crumbled last year in so many different respects. Right. Exactly. Like, it just sucks. And, you know, I had other things. Like, there were a lot of other things on my plate this year. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Because I still got the amount of people I needed for the event to make it profitable. I still got the people in the room who wanted to be in the room. Yeah. We still had an incredible event. And in that time, in that time that I knew I was not going to get the amount of people I wanted in the room to, you know, make the amount of money that I thought I deserved. Right. Or to match the number of people that were in the room last year. Right. Because, again, you know, I'm a businesswoman, I'm running a business, and when you have a number last year, you want to meet or exceed the number this year. That's just, you know, quote unquote, business. Especially when you look at money and numbers. But the point of Awesome Ladies Live is to come together and experience things. Experience other women's stories, experience crafting in a completely different way, and to have a meaningful time with other women that feel the same way about scrapbooking, feminism, and women's stories. Right, and in that vein, like, mission accomplished all three years. And I feel like Absolutely. that's what I was going to say when I was thinking of what you just said about, like, match the same people as last year. Da, da. Like, those are good goals, but they're not anything you can really control. You can do your best to, to try and reach that goal, but the cookie's going to crumble the way it crumbles. Absolutely. And then, yeah, and then in last week, and you and me talked about, like, just how, like, I think it was a success in you still having the event and getting the event done, but also using it to know how next year is going to be, like, yes, better. So I just, like, that is a great success to still have something launched and, an, and a success and effective and reach that, like, bottom line that you just said about it being this certain kind of a ch- retreat with a certain type of people like that was and it. every single person <laughs> had an amazing time yeah i got to yeah. spend one-on-one time with every single person every yeah. single person got to spend time with every single other person yeah and that's special it's special when you can have a small group of people like yesterday i went to back to the hotel to meet the event coordinator Mm -hmm. so that I could sign the contract for next year and already have the dates, which are July 24th, 25th, 26th, 2020. Um, I feel like we're all going to need a big retreat in the middle of the summer next year. 2020 election is going to really stress the hell out of all of us. So come and be de-stressed at Awesome Ladies Live 2020. I'm already getting nervous about it. And we spent time in the room. She was like, you know, tell me how you want the room set up. Tell me, you know, what can we do more for you? I was like, we could have more garbage cans because we cut up, you know, a lot of paper. She's like, oh, do you guys want, also want recycling bins? I was like, yeah, recycling bins would be amazing. And she was like, you know, what do you do in here? She's like, what is your event actually about? And I was like, that's a really good question. And I told her, you know, we do some crafts. Here are the actual projects that we do. But more than anything, it's about coming together to learn how to tell your story. And she thought that was really cool. 
and I was really excited that I got to meet her and it felt really awesome to, you know, have like a, just a, you know, a contact, a business contact at the hotel. Mm -hmm. And it just feels so, it just feels really grown up. Right. It's so adulting, like to go to a hotel, go to a fancy hotel and sign contracts and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think what is really, you know, awesome about Awesome Ladies Live is you don't have to know anything. You don't have to know how to scrapbook. You don't have to know how to be a feminist. You don't have to know anything about anything. You just have to want to come and tell your story. Yeah. And I love how much I've learned by putting on each of these events. Yeah. I think what was really cool this year is that your mom kind of came to help out and Jeff's mom kind of came to help out. And like what I got from them is that they knew that you did this, that this was like the third year that you did this. They know you, you know, facilitate this community. Awesome ladies. They know you run this event, but I love that they really got a feel for it. Like, I think there's something as a creative entrepreneur. Well, I mean, like they weren't there on Saturday, but they, I think they definitely saw like how serious you take it. Hanging out with us on Friday, they definitely saw how serious like attendees take it. And like, they just saw, like they just, even if they didn't completely absorb what the event was, they got us like a much closer peek into like who we are as like the awesome, la- like your awesome ladies. Like I feel like, and that's important because. Well, I'm still I, waiting for them to ask to see one of my scrapbooks. So when that happens, maybe yeah, they'll, but, they'll get a little bit but more But that's what it. I mean. Like people like that, like our moms, our parents, our people around us who aren't a scrapbooker, quote unquote, a memory keeper, quote unquote, don't really get what it's about. Like, I think that's always going to be there. They're always going to be like, that's cute that you do that, whatever. But for them to really see like you handle the weekend and us in attendance, like on board with you, like, I think that says something. I just think that means like, like, this is never going away. Like, this is who I am. This is what I do. And even if you don't think so, I think it's now clearer in their minds, which I think is like a big like level up to it being just like this, like who you are. Like, it's always been who you are. But to have like people like even a glimmer more understand like this is what goes on. Like, it's kind of like my feeling like when you finally have a craft room, it's like you telling the universe, like, this is what I do. Like, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like when you really, when the people who are close to you and don't really get it are actually exposed to it, even if they don't fully understand it, like it's, it's another kind of note to the universe and to your world around you that like, this is here to stay and this is who I am. Yes. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. That's absolutely true. You are absolutely 100% correct and it's very it was very interesting having them both here because they were very helpful um domestically right like they were really great marcy cleaned the whole house um mom was mom's wonderful with people mom is adorable yeah she is um mom stayed at the marriott and so she was up with all the girls at the Marriott playing Tracy's uh, scraps against sight, scraps and sight calamity, calamity. <laughs> um, until they played. They played it in the Marriott lobby until one thirty in the morning. Yeah, which is time. like hilarious. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, 
but they legit still have no idea like what I do. But that's okay. The, you know, I feel like it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but and it's okay, and I don't feel like they ever really need to. But well, to, they're no. not going to. Like the, then that's the thing is like they were here this weekend to find out what I do, and they still have no idea. And but I don't like, think they were here to find out what you do. They were here to help you. Do no, what like you they do. they were specifically like Marcy's. Like I want to understand what you do more, and. Like, I don't know if that's actually what, like, so that's what she said she wanted. And I don't know if that's actually what she wants. Because I think that's something, I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know if it's a mom thing. I don't know what it is. But they wanted to to watch and then get stuff from watching. And, like, there are very firm boundaries put in place. And I know we talked about the boundaries last week. There were firm Mm -hmm. boundaries in place saying you guys can't come to the workshop portions because you know people come to awesome ladies live because it's about vulnerability it's about sharing your story it's about being in this place where you feel safe enough to open up about who you are it's about talking about things that you know you might just start crying because it is emotional to talk about your story it's emotional to be like in society, our, there's no room for who we are. There's no room to say, this is who I am. I'm standing up and saying, you know, this is my story. And I've never been given the space to talk about it before. And having, quote unquote, moms there who don't get it, who don't really, I don't want to say they don't care, but it's not important to them. I understand. It's, yeah, and, and it's, it's not that it's not important to them it's just not personally important to them mm-hmm. it might be important to them because it's a thing that i do and they right. love me and right. that's awesome that's wonderful right. i appreciate that but they don't care about it right and so to have them in a room so that they can just watch me because they care about me totally changes the vibe of the room and i wouldn't allow that i see that makes sense i because, mean like, like then everybody paid to be in that room and i'm not gonna right. I'm not going to ruin the experience for the people who paid to be in the room just because mom, it's not, you know, it's not take your mom to work day. Got it. And so like my, si- my sister spent a really long time. And I found out this afterwards. My sister spent a really long time explaining this to my mom. Like, you know, how would you feel if somebody just watched you at your job? on like, you know, the most important day of the year at your job. Right. And, I think my, I I don't really, I have no idea what the conversation was, but like my mom mentioned, you know, my sister said this to her and like, I guess my sister did a really good job of convincing my mom. Like, you know, this is, you know, this is Kristen's job. You can't just go in and watch Kristen do her job because that's not how life works. Yeah. All right, then that makes sense. I mean, they were definitely there to help you do what you do. And they did a really good job of helping. like... Right. In the ways that I asked them to help. Right. And that's enough. That was enough. And I just feel like they, you know, and just to see us and to see just like the working of the weekend unfold, I do think that they probably got a glimmer into like the fact that this is here to stay and not going anywhere. Even if they didn't understand the full scope of it. Totally. Yeah. And and like it is really nice to be able to have my mom and my mother-in-law see that people are willing to spend a lot of money to come here to see me for a weekend. Right, because that has to count for something. But right. it, it is an yeah. impressive thing. Right. And like, I'm just getting, I'm, I'm just now understanding that, like as right. myself, 
because that's like it's a it's a hard thing to comprehend that people are literally willing to spend a weekend and a thousand dollars to come and see me and have me teach them yeah that's that's hard for me like that i mean emotionally and mentally that's a hard thing for me to grasp that i'm important enough i'm cool enough i'm talented enough i'm whatever i'm enough literally i am enough that people are willing to do that right and it's very cool yeah but also it's 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 um it's a lot yeah like there are a lot of expectations yeah when people spend money to see you yeah i feel that a bit with the podcast and it's like our shared thing and like you know what i mean like even with my family too like my mother still doesn't understand she's like but wait you have to record so i'm like yes mom i host a podcast it's going on two years like what don't you understand (laughs) so yeah i still get a little backlash when like people don't understand the full scope right exactly what it is exactly you do and why exactly you do it but like it's really no one's else's no one needs that knowledge but you, really. True. And that's the whole point. And, like, I think that's one of the things that makes it a little bit harder for me is I don't know how to talk about things like that to say, like, well, this is why it's important to me. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you're trying to solve the problem of no one else gets it. So how do I solve the problem? How do I make them get it? Kind of. And, and right, how do I make them get it without me seeming like a stuck-up bitch? Right. And I, I have that weird value placed so heavily on communication that I'm always like, let me communicate why this is important and why I do this, but then I just loop. And And let me communicate without you feeling bad and then also without me feeling bad and me feeling like I'm not being conceited while I'm still trying to be humble while, like, all of these, like, female... Like, it's also... There's also... There's still so much gendered stuff tied up in it because Mm. as women, we feel like we need to be, like, demure and not hurt people's feelings and not say like, listen, I still made a ton of money on this weekend. I got to spend, I made so much, like I made enough money that I could still spend whatever I wanted to make everybody happy this weekend and still have enough money that I got to buy myself an Apple watch. I got to do all the things that I wanted to do with my business that the event paid for. I got to, you know, you flew here, you know, all of these things were paid for with the retreat, even though I only got half of the people that I wanted here. My, you know, it's still a resounding success. Yeah. Monetarily. I mean, emotionally, physically, it was incredible from top to bottom. Yeah. And more than anything, this awesome ladies live felt, I don't want to it felt easy. Mm-hmm. The actual weekend itself felt easy easy good the prep felt hard as hell right because i busted my ass to do it and that's how it should be right because i worked so hard to get everything ready i worked insanely hard to get the writing ready because that's my downfall always is my downfall Mm -hmm. i cannot write unless i have a deadline just can't do it that's who i am the house, the actual workshop materials, getting everything prepped so that the entire event would run smoothly. And then when people got here on Friday, everything went just perfectly according to plan. Yeah. We had to switch up our, our walk outside because it was 95 degrees and 
we're not going to go walk outside for an hour and 95 degrees because that's not what you're supposed to do with humans. <laughs> but even that switch felt easy. Right. It was like a seamless, we're doing this now. Right. We're doing this. You go here, you go here, you go here. We'll see you in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. And that means I'm good at this. Yeah. And that feels good. It feels good to be doing the right thing. It feels good to be doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. And it's okay that it takes three years to get to that point. Sure. Because you could never have felt that seamless feeling, this like on top of it feeling. If it was your first, like you can't, that doesn't come in a first year of anything. Absolutely. Right. Because you're minute to minute, you're wondering how it's going to turn out. But two years of... You know, the same kind of format and the same venue, like, right. Like, it's going to be routine and it's yes. going to be like, I know how to work this, which is what right. I'm hoping happens in teaching. So <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. And I think that, that those are really, really big lessons that people can take from anything. Yeah. Is that the first year of Awesome Ladies Live, I learned I can do this. Yeah. This is possible. Right. The second year I learned how to do this the third year this this past year i learned that i'm i'm good at this like the confidence came yes yeah. that like you know i no matter what i do this is going to turn out well yeah because i've prepped enough that even if something goes wrong we're going to fix it yeah. and we're going to have a good time because that's what we're here to do right and there's no like Thing that's going to go wrong that's going to ruin everything for us. Yeah. And even if something crazy happens, that's life. Like, crazy things happen all the time. And we'll just twist it and figure it out. Like, we had crazy, crazy, crazy insane storms that just, like, kind of passed over East Lansing and ruined the power for 500,000 people in Michigan. So (laughs) I was thinking, man, what what would have happened if, like, the power went out at the Marriott? And I was like, you know what? We would have been okay. They have generators. Yeah. So, like, we just would have had dim lights and we would have gotten closer and we would have just done crafts, like, you know, in the lobby or something. We would have been hysterical. Exactly. Yeah. And it just, like, that would have been a funny part of Awesome Ladies Live. And what do we do as scrapbookers? We scrapbook the funny, interesting parts of life. Yeah. So true. And it's not like, oh my god, Awesome Ladies Live would have been ruined because we didn't have power. Like, that's what your brain voice says initially. Like, you think that it's going to be this major catastrophe. But it kind of reminds me a little bit of that survival episode where, like, you initially think, like, oh my god, this is too big for me to handle. But then the minute to minute working through it, it becomes extremely less dramatic. And then you just get through it. And that that is who I am. I am problem solver first. I triage and I go and that's like, I know that about myself. And so having this event, knowing what it is I want from every single piece of the event and like going back to having my mother-in-law here and having the meet and greet here Friday night, she was always pushing me to go, you know, go and be with your people, go and be with your people while I was trying to like cut up some vegetables and stuff. And I was like, Mm -hmm. part of the meet and greet is so that everyone can meet everybody else kind of with me a little bit on the sidelines. Cause on Saturday, there's a lot of me 
And I'm the center of attention most of the time. And so the thing that I love about the meet and greet on Friday is it's such a casual thing where everyone kind of gets to talk to each other a little bit without me on top of them. Right. And so I was trying to explain that to her. She's like, no, go, go and be with your people. I'll cut the vegetables. Go and be with your people. I'll cut the vegetables. I really like kind of just observing people. It's one of the things, you know, I like experiencing people. Yeah. And we had a couple of new women this year, and I like to kind of sit back and see how the new women are integrating and then go and talk to them specifically. And to have that casual meet and greet where everyone can kind of talk to each other and get to know each other without having, you know, do this craft, do this craft, cut this paper, cut this paper, and be staring at me the whole time while I talk makes it so much easier when you're in, like, this big lit hotel ballroom to make friends. And I think that's one of the best things about Awesome Ladies Live is no matter what, you're going to leave with new friends. Yeah. And it's so hard to make adult friends. True. And, like, especially for... I don't want to say women like us, but like, you know, women like us who are introverted, who craft and don't have, like, there are not that many out scrapbookers. And so if scrapbooking is your main hobby, if crafting is your main hobby, it's not like if cycling is your main hobby and you cycle everywhere Mm -hmm. and you just have your bicycle out with you. Yeah. Unless you just carry around your scrapbooks all the time, but there's not that many people that do that. Yeah. You are in a group of people who are desperately passionate about the same things as you. And there's always going to be at least one person, at least one person that you are going to like really connect with. If not two or three or four or five. And it makes me so, 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 so happy to facilitate that. Like, I love that women tell their stories. That's, you know, that's my thing. Yeah. But it makes me even happier that I can help women make friendships. Because when you have a friend, when you have like a girlfriend, that's who you tell your stories to. You get to be a better storyteller by having a friend that you tell your stories to. Some of my best scrapbook journaling comes from me first telling someone something in a text message. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you this. And then I'm like, I should, like, really document this in a scrapbook page. Right, because you already know your audience that is receiving the info. So it's, it's, it tailors kind of what comes out when you think about who's going to be hearing. Wow. And I'm like, I'm shit at journaling, so... Mm. I go to my text message and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this is what I want to journal. Right. So I literally just like write it down. Like if I'm texting like Megan or Cam and it's like, oh yeah, these are the main points of my story. So I can write it down on scratch paper. I can then journal it in the book and I don't have to, because my biggest problem is the blank page. Right. Always. Right. What do I journal? I don't know. <laughs> well, dude, you already wrote it in a text message. Stop yeah. thinking that you don't know. You do know. You already wrote it down. Yeah. But it's different when, like, like I tend to pull 
captions for journaling and memory keeping, but that's because the, I understand the audience that's going to be reading the caption. So the caption comes out in a more storytelly with my voice, as opposed to me just looking at a blank page and needing to just get down the words. Like the voice comes out when you know that you're telling it to someone. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when you're in a text message, you're like, oh, right. This yeah. is the part that I was excited about. Yeah. You, you, you skip over the who, what, where, when, why. And you're like, oh, right. I was really excited about, I don't know, the cotton candy. I've never been excited about cotton candy. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, we're going to the, the fair next week. Um, you know, the Demolition Derby. Sure. Jeff is so excited about going to see the Demolition <laughs> Derby again. It's, like, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, just watching the cars that don't actually look like they should work and then they work yeah um all of the different vegetables fried in whatever they fried them in yeah all of the 4-h things and like the things that you go to tell someone else are the things that are important yeah so i love i love that also like i feel like as you're ta- you've been talking i've been thinking how like as the facilitator of Awesome Ladies Live for now three years, you are like the giver. Like you you give the attendees opportunities to do that. Like opportunities set up to be like, I'm going to give you my knowledge on this little piece of memory keeping, of this little piece of storytelling. And now I've set it up where I've given you the opportunities to talk to someone next to you who gets it or to use this thing we're making to do that. So like I just picture you as like the giver. And then of these opportunities. And then the more years you do it, the better at the giving of those things you'll be, right? And that's kind of what we've been talking about. And then I think of myself as like the receiver, like one of the receivers, right? Because I can only speak for my kind of experience there. And just kind of how I started out this episode saying like, I just felt like this year I was ready to absorb it. Like if you hear last week's episode about me kind of gearing up for awesome ladies, And the thing about last week's episode that really hit me was that whole play conversation, how I don't feel like I was given many opportunities recently to do what you just said, to talk to Julie, to, you know, brainstorm, to sit with myself, to like, so as the, knowing from last year that I was going to be receiving that time and receiving that energy, because also too, like you just said, like, we're introverted and scrapbooking and memory keeping forever for me has always been this solo zen out thing. Like we met at <laughs> we met at a workshop, but that was my first workshop ever. And then I feel like I've been to maybe one or two when I was working for the Happy Planner. And then your awesome ladies last year was like the next time that I really was in a room going, holy shit, other people do this and they do this well. <laughs> and like, so, so me this year was ready to receive that. Like I feel like this past retreat was the first time that I knew what the deal was so I was ready to use the deal like I was ready to receive what you were giving which was this opportunity and then so on that note I I kept like a baggie of some of your supplies you handed out last year and was like f it I'm gonna bring it like it all makes sense awesome ladies like you're one to year two like let's do it and you gave us like this traveler's notebook last year. And so knowing I was going to have this space, knowing I was going to receive these opportunities to like be with my people and have this crafting time. Like, like I said, like I wanted to get 
the memories of the past few months like in a book and it was just the perfect format and size. So now, I don't know. So like, I feel like it was a success for me as their receiver based on what I said last week's episode. And I don't know, maybe I'm a traveler's notebook kind of girl. I don't know, I didn't think I would be, but I printed out my photos, set that intention, went through with it, brought my photos to Awesome Ladies Live and just used like some stuff from last year, some stuff you gave us this year, like my photos and like done, created a book in a day. You know, just got to fill in the blanks now. So like it, it was just a very interesting experience receiving what you were giving. It was cool. Yeah. I think that that's, I mean, well, that's just a success for me then. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a success all around because as a teacher, that's all that I can ask for. Right. Is that I put something out into the world and somebody else is like, yes, thank you. I'll take that. Right. I think it's very hard for women to receive things. I remember, like, just in general, like, we're so used to giving that I think, like, that's where a lot of the emotion comes from. When, when you're at Awesome Ladies Live and you check in and you go, holy shit, this time is for me. Like, I'm getting this. <laughs> like, it's just, like, a shock to our system because we're just not used to it. Yes. Right. Like, that's the whole point is, like, I have put this together for you. And it's supposed to last you a long time. Yeah. And I put together all of my, all the writing that I did, which I think wound up being like, I don't know, eight to 10,000 words in different booklets for each of the workshops. I don't even know how much of that I actually said during the workshops. Right. But it's all information that I wanted everybody to have so that they could take that home and return to it throughout the year and be like, right, this was information we talked about during the workshop. This was stuff that Kristen mentioned during the workshop. This is stuff that during Awesome Ladies Live, we dived into. Yeah. And I can keep returning to that throughout the year so that I can get more of what I had that weekend. More of that giving so that attendees can take more of that in throughout the year whenever they need to. Because even as memory keepers, even as crafters, we're not used to receiving. That's still giving. We're still doing. It's still putting stuff out. And the idea of a retreat, especially the one like Awesome Ladies Live, where it is about restoration. Mm -hmm. It is about leaving more whole than you came in. You really need to be receptive to taking stuff in. And it's so hard. Oh my God, it's so, so, so hard. And I think yeah. like, like you were talking about, when you come back a second year, it's so much easier. Yeah, to absorb, to absorb what you're receiving because you're not like, you're used to it. You're used to the atmosphere. You're like just settled in your chair more. I was like ready for like the open space and I knew there was going to be like three workshops that I could kind of pull things from. Like, I don't know. So it just, I, I, it was just different, but better and you get better and it was great. I think it's a success for both. Like compared to last week's episode that we were talking about it going in, I just feel like we kind of knew it was going to be great. And then it was. And then we, we both kind of hit our intention and that's fun to hear. I don't no. know. Right. It, I'm really proud of myself i'm insanely proud of every single person who came yeah and more than anything it was so much fun it's fun 
I mean, aside from the insane heat, which didn't really bother us. No, it didn't bother. We were not outside long. You, you right. know that. The worst no. part was walking to Hopcat, the one block, which was, yeah. oh my God, so crazy. We walked to lunch and it was 95 degrees. We walked to dinner and it was 75 degrees. Yeah, it was weird. That was, so, <laughs> was like literally four hours apart. So weird. We'll take it. Right? Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. But like, I mean, there, we can't control the weather. So like, are we going to get upset? Sorry, God. Like, you made it too hot for us. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously not his fault. Sorry, everyone for, you know, ruining the planet. Um, thanks, global warming for, you know, oh, making God. it 95 degrees in Michigan for four days. Who does that? According um, to Megan Anderson and her fun factness, oh yeah, she it's said be 120. that in twenty, hundred and twenty, in like twenty years, that's what so. our summers will feel like. So enjoy, enjoy the cool weather now of a cool ninety-five. Yeah, just I make can't. sure my air conditioning stays. I can't up to up to date. But, but this is a lot of fun. Like maybe in after chatter, we can kind of talk about the different workshops you had. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to talk about them. And I'm going to be bringing modified versions of them to the Awesome Ladies Project uh, membership over the next year. So I'm really excited. They're going to be fantastic. They were all very different workshops. We did totally different projects in all three workshops, which I'm really excited about. I love bringing different ways that you can craft your story to awesome ladies live because i love exposing people to completely different types of memory keeping yeah i felt your passion and intention behind each workshop and each project we made like i felt your one little word i felt your your what you wanted to project with each thing and it projected in the project yeah It was really fun to put each of these workshops together, and I'm really excited to bring them to more people and convert them into online workshops. I'm excited to figure out how I'm going to convert them into online workshops, especially the uh, mixed paper book. Yeah, that one was fun. I love those rose gold rings. I know, right? Rose gold binder rings? I was on Amazon. I was on Amazon, and I was like, ooh, there's different colors. I saw different primary colors, and I was like, I don't know what... If I want to get a different variety pack and give everybody different colors. And then there was like, ooh, rose gold box of 100 binder rings. I was like, <laughs> click. That's click. the one. Yeah, it's good. So like, yeah. So people can join us in After Chatter and kind of get a little taste of what Awesome ladies going to have and what Live had. Yes, absolutely. And um, I'll do some show and tell. Fun. Yes, show and tell. Awesome ladies Live. This has been a fantastic week. I've had a really good semi-relaxing semi-figuring stuff out kind of week right what I need exactly what I need and next week I am ready to hit the ground running on the awesomeladiesproject.com 3.0 which will go live on September 1st and it is straight up one of like things I've been wanting to do for a really long time Cool, cool, cool. I'm really excited. I am craftiest female if I ever met one, Kristen. Thank you. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying my best. Good job. I'm pumped. It has been uh, a great week. I'm 
super excited that everyone was here at Awesome Ladies Live. I'm very happy that you were here. And I'm really excited for next year. So everybody who wants to come to Awesome Ladies Live 2020, the dates are July 24th, 25th, 26th. Mark it on your calendar. Save the date. I have already signed the contract with the East Lansing Marriott. Tickets will go on sale January 1st. There will be a $50 deposit required, and I will have uh, payment plans available. So you can pay the fee in the registration fee in either three-month or six-month periods, or you can obviously pay it all at once. Um, so January 1st is when tickets will go on sale, so save the date, July 24th, 25th, 26th. And it is going to be an amazing, amazing event. I have already started planning it, so... I mean, if this year's event was awesome and I planned it in only four months, imagine what next year's event is going to be with literally 12 months of planning. You know you want to be here. I mean, you really do. It's, it's just absolutely fantastic. We have the best time. We really have the absolute best time. And you're just going to get a, an amazing amount of awesome pictures of yourself, too, because we take incredible pictures. So, yeah, we got Susan with her legit camera. Right? And then that, we have to send that picture to uh, Creative Scrapbooker Magazine, and they'll put yeah. it in there, and it'll be wonderful. So, this has been a wonderful show. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all come to Awesome Ladies Live next year in East Lansing, Michigan, because I, if you want to be here, I want to meet you. And that's really the bottom line. We will have a wonderful time. You will have an amazing time, and it will just be the best. So, let's head over to After Chatter so I can show you all of the awesome projects that we made, and... Have an amazing rest of July. All all three days that are left. Oh boy. It's it's I love you July. It's my favorite uh, month of the year. Mine too. I love July. Me too. So good. So Alright. Have have an amazing rest of July. Enjoy the beginning of August. We love you. And catch us over at patreon.com slash craftyassfemale for after chatter. And support the show with uh five dollars a month and catch all the after chatter shows. We love you and we will catch you next week. Bye guys.